chapter 8, and we're going to look at verse 17. Sheila's going to come and read the scripture for us this morning. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 17. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory, I consider that all present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectations for the children of God to be revealed. Randy, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Amen. You may be seated. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Don't put my Jesus in a box. I believe today that we serve an awesome God. Amen? A God that is unbelievable in the way that He takes care of us. A God that is unbelievable in how much love He gives to us. A God that is unbelievable how that He can change the hearts and minds of people around about us. In today's society, I do believe there's a whole lot of stress, don't you all? There's a whole lot of things that's going on that people don't understand about. They wonder about things. They wonder about how things are going to look. They wonder about how things are going to be. They wonder how this world is going to look like for their children and also for their grandchildren. They wonder about how long this world will exist. They wonder about what eternity looks like. They wonder about a lot of things that's out in the world. They wonder about how they're going to pay their electric bill, right? How they're going to be able to buy their groceries this coming week. How they're going to be able to pay their rent. How they are going to be able just to exist in this world. I truly believe today, by ourselves, we are nothing. Amen? But with God, we're what? All powerful. When we have God with us, and God is able to give us what we need in our life. So often, I believe that we do not tap into the full power of God. We do not allow God to be completely in control. We don't allow God to be able to step out of that box or be loosened from the opportunity to be able to be the God that He wants to be. You know, in the years past, do you remember when people believed in God and truly believed with, with God all things are possible? Do you all remember that? When people's lives were centered around what? Were centered around God. And they believed that if they turned everything over to God, that God definitely would deliver them. They believed that God was someone that was so powerful that no matter what the circumstance was, that God would find a way, that God would be there with them. No matter what the sufferings were, they truly believed that God was strong enough to bring them through. My dad, I wish you all got to meet him. He would have loved preaching here at at Bethlehem. He preached many, many, many years and preached in a lot of different churches. But my dad had a routine all the time. And every night he would sit and watch the world news. Boy, that's a scary thing to do anymore. Amen. 
I, I get so confused. I'm watching the TV and they're talking bad on the TV and they're scrolling at the bad, at the bottom, something bad. You know, you're getting double bad at the same time, aren't you? But dad would sit there and watch the evening news. And I remember at the e end of the evening news, you know what my dad would do every time? My dad would pray because he had just heard about all the things that were going on in the world. And my dad truly believed that God was big enough to take care of those things. Today, folks, what do we do when we hear about the bad? We just complain, don't we? We wonder how we're going to be able to, to make it through that situation. What are we going to do? Well, today I truly believe when we let God out of the box, that God can take care of everything in this old world, can't he? God can take care of everything around about us. God will be able to deliver us. Where do we need to go? Where do we need to have God? Well, first of all, I believe that when we need to let God out of the box when it comes to all these world issues that are going on today. There's a lot of problems in America today. Let's be honest with that. There's a lot of problems in the world today. Amen? Amen. There's a lot of problems in the good old United States of America. There's a lot of problems right here in Monroe County. There's a lot of problems all around about us. Our world is being infected. A lot of folks says, well, we've been infected by COVID. Well, yes, we have. We've been affected by a lot of other things. But our world is being affected and, and coming a massive disease about all the sin that's in this world. Amen? Sin that's all around about us. Sin that is coming to destroy us. And a lot of folks says, what is our world going, how is our world going to change? How can this world get to a better state? What is, what is going to happen? Where, what direction does the world need to be? Well, I truly believe that we need to go back just to this. In God we trust, right? In God we trust. We don't put our faith and trust in any man, do we? We don't put our fa faith and trust in any woman. We put our true faith in God. And we truly believe that when we allow Jesus to be in control, can you imagine if all of our leaders and everybody throughout the world, that they prayed to God, right? First, that's a big step. And not only they prayed to God, but they what else? Listen to God and said, this is why we are going to be. And you may say, Preacher, that's impossible. That can't happen. Our world is in such a torment and in such a place where it's beyond fixing. It's already destroyed. How can this be? How can our world be changed by God? Well, remember something. A lot of you amen me on this. With God, all things are possible. Amen? I believe that God can get this old world and shake it, don't you? I believe he's doing some shaking right now. Do you all realize that? God is letting us know that he is in charge of this. In God, we trust. We as Christians today, we can say, God, I know it's just little old me. And I know I don't have a whole lot of power over the world. And I don't have a whole lot of power over all the things that is going on in the world today. But God, I truly believe that you can change this world. And God, I am asking for you to be able 
to take control. So we need to allow Jesus out of the box when it comes to the things of this world. We also need let Jesus out of the box when it comes to our time of worshiping him, don't we? Praise be to God. Y'all get you a big breath on this. Praise be to God. We've got a wonderful church to worship in. Amen? Praise be to God we do. And praise be to God when you come to church on Sunday morning, you feel the spirit of God. Amen? You feel him here in our lives. Folks, I believe that that worshiping God is more than just worship on Sunday morning. You realize that? It's great to have a church, people that loves you. But I believe that you need to let Jesus out of the box when it comes to worship in your everyday life. When you worship God, when you truly believe that everything that you do every day, that it's just not you, it's you and God doing that, right? And you are going to worship him and you are going to praise him. You are going to do all of these things. What do you need? Well, during the week, you know, you don't, you don't have a song leader and a piano player and a, a Sunday school teacher and somebody else to pray or somebody else to testify. You don't have all those things. You don't have a nice place to sit on, like you do on Sunday morning and you don't have the opportunity of walking down to an altar like this. But let me tell you what you have during the week. The same God that's with you here at church is the same God that's with you every day. And you know what? That's all you need. When you allow him out of the box. But so often we don't want to do that, do we? We don't want people to see us pray over our meal. We don't want to hear. We don't want people to hear us say, praise be to God. We don't want people to hear and say when we say, I only am able to do this because of God and God has blessed me that much. Today, folks, I, need to, I think we need to be more proud of God, don't we? And we need to thank God every day and worship Him for the wonderful things that He does in our life, not only on Sunday morning, but every day of our lives. I believe we also need to let go and let God and have God's box be open when it comes to our family. Folks, families have changed over the years, haven't they? You know, there's a lot of moms and dads that, and their kids that never sit down and eat it together anymore. They get their food and they go to the room and they sit in front of the TV. They're on their computer or they're on their Xbox or there's something else and that's where they're at all the time. They never hear from mom and dad. Mom, they never hear mom and dad read the Bible. They never hear mom and dad pray. Most of the time... The only things that a whole lot of kids in society today hear inside of their house. You want to know what it is? It's not about God. It's arguing and cursing and downgrading each other and having abuse and neglect that takes place behind those walls. And a lot of folks say, well, families are too far gone. There's no way to fix it, Brother Paul. When I first started working for the state... I remember many people saying, well, that family's been the same forever for years. They're not going to do anything. Their kids are not going to do anything. Their grandkids are not going to do anything. There's, there's nothing you can do because they're too far gone. Well, I want you to know something. You are never too far gone for God. And families aren't either. 
No matter what your family's, I want you to know something and take this to the bank and you definitely can cash it and it won't be bouncing back, right? Every family has problems. You realize that? You might look at some families and you may say, but boy, they're perfect. Well, they just, they just look better on the outside, don't they? They can control their emotions better. But every family has situations. Now, some bigger than others. But every family has something that is there. The difference is, as Christians, we know something. No matter what our family issue, it's not too big for God. Okay, let's say that again. No matter what our family issue is, it's never too big for God. Amen? And you have to make sure you know that. And sometimes, this is hard, this is a big pill to swallow, but sometimes you have to step up. I've had to do this a couple times. And praise be to God, I got a loving wife that didn't say, I told you so, I know you were wrong. And I know I, Sometimes you have to own up that you made a mistake. Do you realize that? And sometimes you have to own up, it's my fault that that happened. It's my fault that it happened. Don't you all start looking at your husbands and elbowing them all. Because sometimes it's on the other end. Oh, no, preacher, don't preach on that one, right? Don't stay there. Folks, I believe as a family, we have to, you know, we, we sing that song that says, I want all of us to be together in, where? in heaven. Well, yes, amen. I want all of us to be together on this side of heaven. Got that part? As families, we need to come together, be together, love on each other, share in each other, and be there for each other. You know, I, I, I love my family. I also love my church family, right? My church family that's there for me. To allow God to be there. And just because we're a church family, you remember when I said, all families have problems. You know what? Church families have problems sometimes too, don't we? But we have to allow God to be a part of that. We have to let God be back into that. Allow God to be let out of that box and God to be able to give us what we need. Also, we need to allow God just to be able to come out of that box when it comes to our own life. To our own life. What does God mean to you today? What, what does he mean to you? You might say, well, Brother Paul, I, I, he loves me and he takes care of me and he gives me everything I need. But what actually does he mean? What, when you say I love God, what does that mean? Is that just another word that you say or just a, another emotion that you say? We're talking about thank you and uh, thank God in Sunday school, and Nick said this morning, sometimes we just say that, and we don't know why we say it, we just say it. Well, when you say, you know, I, God is in my life, what does that mean? As Christians, we have to realize that there's a lot of things you need. I can tell you one thing you need, you need some good health, Amen. You need good people that takes care of you, amen? You need all of those type of things. But the number one thing you need in your life is God. And the number one thing you need to do in your life is listen to God. And you open your life up to that. You let God help you to make decisions in your life. You let God be able to, to help your family. You let God be able to give you what you need. And, 
And sometimes what you think you need is not what God thinks you need. And that's hard, isn't it? That's, I've had some opportunities in my life, and Sheila and I have too. We've, we've had some pretty big, and you have too, some pretty big opportunities to go and have some big high-profile positions and different places and go different places and do different things. And, you know, God has set his foot down on me a few times and said, no, you're not. This is where I want you to be, and this is where I want you to stay. That's hard, isn't it? But when you listen to God, I look back on some of those places I could be, and thank God I'm not there now. Thank God I'm not dealing with the things that those people are dealing with. Thank God for that. Thank God that God knows what is... You ready to amen? Thank God for God knows what's best for you. And when you allow him out of that box, he's going to be able to show you what's there. That scripture today that Sheila read to you is very, very powerful. Talks about that. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs and heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Folks, let him out of that box today. Let Christ just be all over you. Let Christ be over all all things that you do in your life. And all these sufferings of this old world, you know, there's a lot of things I wish I could do. You know, Christmas this year is going to be interesting. Christmas this year is on Sunday. That's great, isn't it? And I wish I could, you know what I'd love to give all of you in a nice little box? Sheila would have to wrap it because if I wrapped it, it'd be all over the place and, you know, it would you still see part of the box. Any the rest of you ever do that when you wrap it up? But I'd love to wrap up a nice, pretty box and just give it to you and say, here's your Christmas gift. And you'd open it up, and it would say, no more worry, no more suffering for the rest of your life. Wouldn't that be great? Boy, you'd go tell everybody that, wouldn't you? You'd run out. Preacher, guess what the preacher gave me? No more suffering. Take away all, all those things. Well, the preacher can't do that. Can't do it. Because as long as you're breathing, you're going to have situations. You're going to have problems. You're going to be having things that come in your life. But wait a minute. You don't have to let that control you because you have a higher power, don't you? You have somebody that's more mightier than that. You have somebody that's giving you a better gift than just a little nice present from your preacher. He laid down his life for you. So today, whatever God is talking to you about, we've seen just wonderfully things happen here at the church about folks that have joined the church. If God is talking to you to do that today, that's, that's a wonderful blessing to do. If God's talking about coming into your heart and your life, let me tell you, there, there's a lot of big decisions you make about who you marry, what you're going to name your kids, what job you're going to take what's going on in your life and different things. Those are big decisions. But the biggest, best decision you can ever make in your entire life is turning your heart and life over to God. Amen. And today you have that chance to turn your heart and life over to God. Maybe there's just something else you need to pray about. Maybe there's just something else going on in your life that's weighing on you. No, for sure. That God is here to answer those situations. Listen to him this morning.
as we have our closing song.